0: cardinals corner from arizona sports with tyler drake and eric ruby tis the season cardinals fans for a 19 to 16 home loss yet again the arizona cardinals drop to 4 and 11 and after every game as we always are tyler drake even on christmas cardinals corner is here for you, no matter what. That's Arizona sports Cardinals reporter Tyler Drake. I am Eric Ruby. We are Cardinals Corner. And Tyler, we're talking about another loss for a team that now finds themselves ooh, creeping closer and closer to a top three pick. How you doing?
1: Well, uh, I would say that the Cardinals got some coal for Christmas. Ah, oh, uh, there
0: it is. There it is. I think that's, that's the easy one. Less than a yeah. minute in. We've got two. We've got two Christmas puns. How many more can we fill in today? But
1: Yeah, it was just rough. I mean, it was rough, man. I think I don't know how you felt watching it. Bad. From me standing there or sitting there in the press box. I mean, it just took forever. The game just
0: drug on and on. On and the on broadcast, and on. there was talk about, oh, man, this was the longest. Like, like they were telling you what the longest games in NFL history were. And. When you're watching that and you're hearing that on a broadcast, it's never a good sign, especially when it's like at that point it's Ryan Suckup field goal, Matt Prater field goal, Ryan Suckup field goal, Matt Prater field goal, Matt Prater free field goal. A little bunch of touchdowns there. James Conner, Rashad White, ASU product getting a touchdown. Ryan Suckup field goal, Ryan Suckup field goal. Like it was just a bunch of field goals, a lot of interceptions which Tom Brady's been turning the rock over. Trace McSorley, I mean, I guess, what, what do you really expect from Trace McSorley? The storyline with him going in of, you get your start against Tom Brady on Christmas, the story writes itself, and it wasn't the happiest of endings.
1: No, but I mean, I, I mean, it really. I think it really boils down, if we're looking at the offensive side of things, it really boils down to two plays, in my opinion. Which are? It boils down to the opening drive, they get all the way down to what I think the 13-yard line of Tampa Bay to call a timeout, third and six, I believe. Come out of the timeout, Trace gets strip-sacked, no points at all. That was to answer back from Tampa Bay's you know opening field goal. So just a rough, I mean, that right there, there's three points off the board. And obviously Tampa Bay didn't score on the ensuing drive, but still you're taking at least three points off the board there. That's the deciding factor. Fast forward to... Like the last five minutes. Of the Wait, real
0: quarter? quick on that one play, on that one play. Yeah, go do it, go do it. So, I'm not a big win probability guy, especially that early in the game, but after that third and six, then to the next play, it went from a 68% chance of a Bucks win to an 80% chance of a Bucks win wow. after that one play, that early in the game, that big of a swing, like you said that's, that's a just, it's just a it's a momentum killer and it's one play but it's a it's a complete and absolute momentum killer.
1: And I thought and that was the thing is I thought they came out I thought Trace McSole I thought the game plan I thought it was going to be James Conner James Conner James Conner first three carries that's that's what they're doing no matter what instead they went Trace Trace the couple times boom 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 to really get him going and then they turned to James Conner a little bit but yeah that I mean, that right there is you just the win. You could just feel it. The win was out of the sails again. I mean, it was just that one. Those little mistakes, those little things. Those you know, coming out of the timeout, you you expect to run a really solid play, something that's really dialed up, and then you, that's the end result. It's just rough. And then you fast forward to the fourth quarter, five minutes left, and you've got you know really, I mean, it's it's running clock. They got a three point lead, and and instead of uh, handing it off to the guy at third and one at, I think, midfield about. I think they're in Tampa Bay territory. But instead of handing it to the guy, James Conner, third and one, they hand it to – or they don't even hand it off. They, they pitch it to Keontae Ingram, who, you know, him and McSorley did not have a good exchange, fumble there. What happens? Tampa Bay recovers. There goes uh, time off the clock, potential points off the clock. Just wasted. I mean, it's just – those it, – it's just – more and more of these mistakes. And, and I, I don't think there was as many as we're accustomed to seeing in this game, but how the game was played and the amount of points that were put on the board, those two plays are just so, they just stick out like a sore thumb. And then the one play that didn't, didn't get to happen was the Matt Prater maybe attempt at the end of the game. Four right. seconds left. As long as he kicks the field, as long as he gets the ball off the ground, there's no way there's going to be time still left in the clock for Tampa Bay to kick a field goal. Just try it because I'll tell you right now Trace McSorley is not throwing a Hail Murray Murray, Murray Hail Mary in the end zone. 4 seconds. I I just I I thought that it's was It's not a going very to happen. I call. I
0: was so confused in the moment and I remember like, you know, looking at your Twitter and you saying, you know, looks like this game's going to go into the legs or the hands of Matt Prater and I think I saw reports that Prater was even like Hey, like, come on, like, let me go for it. Like, let me try to get it. Now, granted, yeah. it's a it's a long kick. It's a like, long yeah, kick. Yeah. But so is the pass. And again, like, yeah, you have DeAndre Hopkins, and they were saying that on the broadcast. They were like, oh, well, you know, when you have DeAndre Hopkins, you could just take a shot down the field. And yes and no. But you just have to be realistic at that point. It's tied. And there's, yeah. You're way way. more likely to get a win with Matt Prater walking out there trying to kick a 69-yard field goal in relatively controlled conditions than Trace McSorley tossing it downfield for, I, I mean, it was an interception, which is like, okay, sure, you just had to toss it down the field anyway, but it didn't seem like there was some mastermind plan that would warrant not just kicking the ball. And if you missed, what, were they worried about a punt return or a kick return? Like, is I, that, yeah I, it, yeah, I guess if if you're, if you're that worried about that play, then there's a lot of other problems. Like that shouldn't stop you from kicking if you think you can make it, but I don't know. Maybe he thought Prater didn't have the juice today, but I mean, Prater hit a 56 yard field goal today. That's that had a lot of leg left. Too. Like that's not nothing. And again, this is game winning on Christmas and you end up going to overtime. You get the ball first, but it just doesn't matter and when you're a team that's playing with your backup quarterback you're playing with absolutely nothing to play for against a team the who's backup of the backup yeah like you're, you're 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 a backup of a backup on a team that has nothing to play for against tom brady seeking to win his division like something that's actually important to him you, you take he the win and
1: not have a losing record and like i think for the first time in his career, something crazy yeah, like that. He
0: was, I believe, 1-1 uh, one and one against the Cardinals, I believe, in his career. And it's the only Never. team that he was yeah. 500 or below on. Every other team he was over 500 on. And if the Cardinals got a win today, or yesterday, last night, or a week ago, I don't know, whenever somebody's listening to this... <laughs> He was going to be it was going to be the only franchise that he had a losing record to would be the Arizona Cardinals. Now, obviously, that didn't take place. You're listening to Cardinals Corner. We're here after every single Cardinals game, even the ones that happened on Christmas that ended overtime losses to the Bucks, 1916. Now, there was a couple other standouts from this game offensively, defensively. I'll jump offensively first. Greg Dortch, 10 receptions, 98 yards, almost hit that 100-yard mark for him. And uh, James Conner as well, you have to throw him in there. He's just more of that solid, steady hand, but you saw a lot of talk on Twitter of why is it just now that Greg Dortch is getting the amount of reps that he's getting, and he could still get more. How did you feel seeing him out there at least being able to produce? 10 receptions is the most that he think he's had all season.
1: Well, it's just, I mean, it's just getting back to the thing that I've hammered home week in and week out is just I don't get the usage of Greg Dortch. I just don't get it. theres I mean, the last two games combined, he only had 10 snaps. Like, it, the dude is producing in this offense when he gets a chance, no matter what. Like, when this guy has a chance, he's doing something. And I don't know if he, if this is a week-to-week thing because, I mean, Cliff made it sound like, you know, there's things he's got to work through and this and this and this. And he thought this was the sharpest game, but... You know, he's still got to work through things, and it's like the guys put up really good numbers when he's gotten the chance, when he's when he's gotten starter type snaps. And there's th- there's, I mean, let him go the rest of the way. I, that's just my opinion. I mean, why not? Yeah, it's clearly a spark that he provides. And I mean, let's look at it. DeAndre Hopkins and Marquise Brown, I think, had four catches combined. I mean, Greg George was the was the passing attack tonight. So why? I just don't understand why it's such a hard thing for Cliff and the offense to utilize him because I mean I don't I don't know like AJ Green barely played didn't he like I mean it's just the whole you don't have
0: another theory. option and you're not trying to get 10 for a playoff spot and this isn't just some young guy trying to learn his way every time he touches the ball something good happens every single yeah. time
1: hear this Yeah, hear. and I mean that's it's just it's just it's just baffling to hear and especially just to hear Cliff say that because I don't see any drop-offs from week to like. I guess he doesn't play every week, so that's the thing. But in my opinion, he's getting better every time he touches the field.
0: Yeah, 100%. I am uh, very frustrated because I'm looking at his game log right now. And obviously... 1916 loss in OT to the Bucs, 10 receptions, 11 targets. His 11 targets is the most on the season. He's had two other games where he's had du- double digits against San Francisco on Monday night, nine receptions, 10 targets, 103 yards, average of 11.4 per reception. Then you have to go all the way back to the loss to the Rams, 20 to 12, 10 targets, nine receptions for 80 yards. Week before yep. that, he had four targets, which was that which would be more than any game in between the Rams and the 49ers game and then the Kansas City game he had nine targets nine targets seven receptions for 63 yards like coming into the season he had a pretty steady diet nine uh, nine targets four targets in an OT win against the Raiders ten targets again then he has one target one target three targets one target then you go back to San Francisco. Ten targets, nine catches. Like this guy, every time he's put out there, no matter the sample size, is able to get something done. And look, he's had a couple mistakes this year. There's, there's no denying that he's had a couple big plays where but it didn't go well for him.
1: The team has had a mistake, right? So I why mean, like, him? Just why I mean, him? Why, why pinpoint him? And, and here's the thing we've been we were told all year that Rondell Moore that that's the reason why Greg Dortch is a play because when Rondell Moore is on the field he takes that spot which fine but i think we can all agree that Greg Dortch has had a better is having and had a better season than Rondell Moore had obviously Rondell Moore's dealing with injury but
0: that's but part the, i of mean availability
1: it. is key in the NFL and Greg Dortch is coming in and not batting an eye and putting up what they wanted to see Rondell Moore do in my opinion so oh 100% I just can't believe it. And it's like, Rondo Moore is out for the season. That like, give him, give him those looks. There's no reason to not, that might make look cliff look better. That's the thing. Right. He's I not mean, you could, bad. You this guy. He's not. Yeah. And, and clearly with, with the quarterbacks that are going to go the rest of the way, they're going to need these slot guys to be in the middle to be these, these security blankets. So give him the ball. I, I just, they, they've got to be able to give him the rock and, I
0: don't don't know. He's going to, I mean, here's the thing. He's going to be upset and want to go somewhere else. Oh, can you, can you not see Greg Dortch? Can you not see Greg Dortch on like the Patriots or the Chiefs or heck even the Rams? Like this is a guy that will find himself on a winning franchise. Yep. This is a guy who will find himself. he, he, He will go somewhere else in the league and he will play against the other starters and they'll go holy crap, this guy's really good. And, and here's the thing too, man, is just and for all the people that say, well, man, he's just a, you know, he's
1: a guy that's not even a third, the third best wide receiver on the team, blah, 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 he's bounced around. He's like, well, it's just, you know, clearly he's bounced around and stuck and still is in the league. So clearly there's something there. It's just he's got to find the right fit, and I don't know if it's in Arizona because oh, of no way. the inability to get him looks, to get him reps, to get him on the field. It's just ridiculous. It's like, obviously, Rondell Moore, you drafted him high, you got to play him. But when he's hurt, you have nothing to play for, throw the dude out there and let him build his resume a little bit.
0: Also, I don't care if you drafted Rondell Moore. Like, Like, if Greg Dortch is going out there and being good at football, like, Just to say it in a very plain sense. Yeah. If he's going out there and he's being good at football, it's your job to play him. It's your job to ride that. And in a season where nothing has gone right for this team, nothing, nothing, this one guy who everybody seems to just be like, yeah, when he touches the football, good things happen, doesn't get to touch the football. And you said it might make Cliff look better. It would make Cliff look better, because why are you not feeding the hot hand? Why is this guy only being utilized every once in a while when every time he gets utilized, he's good? So that leads to a big question. In fact, it's the question I think most people are asking. Has Cliff Kingsbury coached his last game at State Farm Stadium? Because Tyler, during the week, there was an ESPN article that said, hey, Don't be too shocked if Cliff Kingsbury wants to walk away. Now, I want you to take me through your thoughts when you first saw that. And then what happened when you guys asked Cliff about that the next day or the same day? I forget the timeline. Remind me.
1: Uh, I believe it was the same day. Yeah, same day. Uh, So, yeah, it was just one of those things where um, I believe it was Friday. And we were walking down. uh, Yeah, I, I I actually woke up and I was like, oh, we've got Cardinals news shocker like it's i mean that's where we're at this at this point in the season it's it's every friday every thursday something usually drops off the field that you know we're gonna have to you know change things up a little bit on our side of things so yeah we walk in there and, and clearly uh, the reports are from from people close to cliff people close to kyler people close to the cardinals former team or uh, players that cliff is miserable and that a lot of people are wondering if he's just going to walk away Like consider stepping down from an NFL position.
0: Do you, as somebody who's there, like just vibe check? Is that something that you think maybe could happen just based off of what you've seen there?
1: I think he. I don't think he's very happy. I mean, why would he be? Yeah, why would you be? You're underachieving. You had you had a great season, great season on record wise. Obviously, didn't end well, but yeah. I mean, you can tell. I, I I wouldn't be happy either, and so I don't know if. I think it's more so about the play that's on the field more than the organization. But it, once again, we don't know. We don't get, the, we don't get a lot of info from the, that side. So, uh, yeah, so that happened. And then we're talking to Cliff finally. We're asked, uh, asked him a couple questions about the game. And then finally, you know, we posed the question, Hey, report came out, story came out. All these things are said. Are you miserable with the team or with the franchise? Are you considering stepping down? He said he didn't see it, but no. And right after that before a follow up could get asked, we got cut short and the interview was over. Has that ever happened before? That. It has happened before but not uh, I mean we were abruptly cut at probably like 3 minutes. So I... very short for for a normal for a normal cliff practice press conference, very short and the one question that I think everybody had on their mind that I mean that was the question. So oh, yeah. of course. Very uh non-answered in my
0: opinion. I have listened to basically every single Cliff Kingsbury press conference front to back this entire season and last. And granted, I'm young. I'm relatively new in this game. I'm I'm not a, a guy who's seen it all and seen everything. But that's the only time I've ever seen that with Cliff Kingsbury. It was three minutes long. It was barely like maybe almost four, but it was about three minutes long and like you said, it just got cut short, and that's just not a good look. It's no. not. It's not a good. Like you're not accomplishing what you think you're accomplishing with that. For whatever good you think you're doing, for whatever time you think you're saving, Cliff, you're just making it worse. You're making yeah, everything you're just, worse. You're just adding to the narrative, like the narrative of like, yeah,
1: things are really bad. If he can't even like, if he can only ask one question, and, and that's the thing is, I mean, I'll tell you right now, a follow-up from me would have been what's the feeling like just knowing that this stuff is being said about you now? I mean, that's, I mean, plain and simple, right? right there. That's, that's really what it comes down to. And, and, you know, I would have loved to get a response on that, but then again, that's just, that's, that's how it goes. That's how, that's how this kind of has gone this year. And yeah, it's just, just uh tough. I mean, it's, and it's like, now it's, I think Vance said it perfectly a couple of weeks ago. Here we go again. Just one thing after another. What's the next that, Like, What's going to happen this next Thursday or Friday? Like, what's the next thing that's going to happen with this team? Because I don't think any of us are really focusing on football anymore. We're focusing on all the other crap around.
0: The How football. can you focus on football when the franchise can't focus on football? Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like we
1: want to focus on the X's and O's, but we're stuck here focusing on the rest of the alphabet.
0: That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's a gem. That That is a gem. I like that, Tyler. I like that. <laughs> but now I've got to go back to this original question that, you know, we've talked about it in concept, but do you, like, you need to ask yourself right now, Tyler, gut check time. Obviously, you don't, we don't know for sure. It's all speculation, but has Cliff Kingsbury coached his last game in Glendale?
1: So when we ask, so when you ask that question, there's two things that pop in my mind. The first one is if the GM is not going to be around in the offseason, if he's not going to be there moving forward, why would there be a head coach still there? I mean, wouldn't you? If you're going to bring in a new GM, wouldn't you want that GM to bring in their guy? So there's number one, because that just seems like that's kind of the way you should probably go about things. But again, who knows with this team? Number two. I just, I, I also don't, it's just these are kind of conflicting things. I don't know if they want to cut bait with them yet because they just gave him the extension. Kyler's hurt. I mean, does the head coach want to come take this job right now? If Kyle, if let's say whatever everybody's saying, nine months uh, timetable from January 3rd, what that's like October. I mean, and and let's be real. That might not be what the timetable is. They might go in there and see what's going on with his knee, and it could be something longer. It could be something shorter. Who knows? Nobody knows until they go in there, do the surgery, and see how he's healing. So I just don't think it's a very attractive job right now, and I think you keep Cliff in there because he knows the system. You give him a short leash, and maybe you get to – Tyler comes back, maybe you don't, but there's a part of me that thinks that he's going to at least have one or two more home games, which might – to me, saying it sounds crazy because I'm more in the camp of if you're going to have a new head uh, GM, why wouldn't you have a new head coach at this point? But yeah, I, I'm kind of, I, it's it's stupid to say, but I'm 50-50, but I feel more confident in the first one than the second option.
0: So you're not 50-50. Sorry, not I'm to burst 51, your bubble. I'm 51-49. Okay, there we go. That makes more sense. <laughs> I like it. That makes more sense. It's a tough question because you want to think about it logically and then you remember with the team that we're dealing with here, where logical things don't ever seem to be the thing that happens. And yeah. I get what you're saying, man. We also know that Kime is indefinitely away from the team. It is looking unlikely he he's coming back. Has not straight up been said that, said that Steve Kime is not coming back. I would also like to have that out there. Like, Michael Bidwell has not come out and said, we are finding a new general manager. No. And I would go and guess that it's more likely than not that he is not there, but again, not confirmed. And they did just get those contract extensions. But Tyler, I think it's it. I think it's done. I, I just guess, I, don't know how you can bring him back for another home game. I don't know how you can bring him back for the start of next season.
1: So let me ask you, let me ask it a different way for you. So let's say this. Do you think Michael Bidwell is more, more, what's the word? I guess more prideful in admitting when he's wrong by firing Cliff and time after he just gave them extensions this off past off season, or do you think he's more prideful in letting it ride out and see if the wins come back some at some point? Like, well, I just like, which side do you think he's more on right now? Because is he, is he more concerned with wins or is he more concerned with, I just gave these guys money. So then I, I, I need to look good because I just gave them a boatload of money.
0: It's a tough dilemma. Because I imagine myself in there, and I, I think to myself, oh, well, I, I'll be all about winning. That's all that I would be about. But it, it, it's his money. And yeah, but if you're handing out, if you're handing, like, I mean, 2018
1: wasn't that long ago. Yeah. See, it wasn't that long ago.
0: But this is different.
1: No, it, it, yeah, completely different. But I'm I'm just saying, like, I mean, it, it's just, is he comfortable with writing that much just kind of off? That's really what it comes out well, to.
0: Ri- it's it's writing off just the pure check amount, the pure money amount, and like you said, it, you're swallowing your pride. And you're accepting that you failed. Like
1: that, You don't have to come out and say it, but you doing that, you are saying that you failed at what you thought was the right move. But
0: it's more honorable to acknowledge when you fail and when you mess up. And hey, for anybody listening to Cardinals Corner this late in, this is a little nugget of life advice for you. When you mess up, When you do something wrong, take a second, look in the mirror, acknowledge it, don't hide from it, don't run from it, and fix it. Fix the problem. Fix what you did wrong. We all mess up. Everybody, Tyler, you mess up, I mess up. Heck, we both probably messed up at some point in the last 24 hours. Humans, it happens, right? And sometimes our mess-ups come in the form of two five-year extensions for multi-millions of dollars. Some mess-ups are different than others, but at the end of the day, You've got to look yourself in the mirror, put your big boy or big girl pants on, and say, I messed up, I need to own this, and I need to fix this. The cowardly thing to do would be to hide from it, would be to pretend that it's not there, would be to show up every single day and be the dog meme sitting in the fire. This is fine. No, it's not. And if you pretend that it's fine, that's when your pride, when your ego overtakes your common sense and you know what maybe it's not a pride and ego thing and it could simply be money but then you've got to look yourself in the mirror and be like man i'm a business guy who owns a team and i made these deals last year and now they've sunk me and i'm handcuffed for years going forward because i can't pay them out these are these are big decisions here and they're decisions that cannot be run from but no, nope. i kind of have a feeling that they might be I and feel like we're going to be kicking the rock down the road for a summer, Tyler.
1: And here's the thing. That's not the, like, on top of those, they have so much free agency things to deal with. Like, it's, it's, it's incredible how many things they have to figure out this offseason. Good
0: thing they have a because stable environment to figure it out.
1: Because let's see, Zach Allen, he's going to be looking for money. A lot of it. He's uh, going to be looking for money. A lot of it. Let's. I mean, there's a lot of people I'm not even mentioning that are going to be looking for a lot of money. And by the way, J.J. Watt deserves some credit tonight. Marco Wilson deserves some credit absolutely. tonight, absolutely for sure. Marco Wilson getting two picks on Brady, I crazy. Think like, what, one of 14 players to ever pick him off twice or something in a game. It's some crazy stat like that. So I might might have butchered it a little bit. No, I think you nailed it. I think I stat. saw.
0: I think I saw that tweet too. I think you nailed it. Uh, yeah,
1: so that was nuts, and then JJ Watt with uh, I think he had two more tackles for loss, two QB hits, six tackles. I mean, the dude is playing out of his mind. He was super emotional leaving the field, so that was kind of uh, interesting. And
0: has JJ Watt played his last game in Glendale?
1: That's that. I think that's a bigger question than Cliff right now. I mm-hmm.
0: uh, love you, Tyler, but no, it's not. Like Cliff Kingsbury is plaguing this franchise. JJ Watt's gonna leave it. Like I, I, it's a big deal don't get me wrong he's zach the biggest free... too, man. yeah he's the biggest just, free agent I, question but i just they've gotta pay they've got to pay so many people and they've got to
1: pay him they got to pay him pretty good money i mean jj watts what two years 28 million i think his contract was or something something like that so he's gonna be making more than that zach allen's gonna be making way more than his rookie deal so you think <laughs> I, it's it's there's a lot i mean byron
0: murphy yeah another guy on and the IR who knows now. What, what
1: they do with him who knows right
0: back injuries are tricky man and you just gave your your one offensive lineman that's under contract is out with back issues so that's not exactly the best sign either
1: i <sighs> but it's like do you go from extension to like here give us you get a one year prove it deal like i mean right. that's i mean that's and does Byron even take i mean i'm sure they would
0: pay Byron more than a year you would think so but like what if they're handcuffed? like again what if they don't have the money to do it? What if they buy out Cliff and they buy out Kaim and I get they have cap room, but they still have to spend that money. <laughs> it's still Cardinals money. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, they... Yeah, uh, that's, I, well, that's Bidwell's money. So yeah, that just hurts his pocket. But, but yeah, I, but I mean, I, but overall as a franchise, like if if, yeah. if they're going to have this large bill that they need to foot, they're not going to be lining up to pay all these players long ex. Extensive, lucrative contracts, especially coming off the season you have. In order to give a five year contract with the Cardinals, you need to at least get blown out in the wild card game. Right? Right? You can't do this.
1: Well, I mean, and here's the thing too, man, is you could probably bring Greg Dortz back on a a decent Why would he come back? Exactly, that's the thing It's like, they just they just. Uh, it's like, oh uh, man It's like Because uh, who knows man. who knows Rondell Moore's Injury, injury, injury right. moving forward and I, I mean, hate to say it I hate to say that about any player About injuries, but like th- It's just, it's It's the National Football League
0: Everybody said in college It's the National Football League, and you're right That's, that's a main reason why Rondell Moore Didn't get drafted higher He's small and he's injury-prone. Yeah. And even when he was out there this year, he had some good games, but he wasn't the Rondale Moore that was kind of expected to come in, but nobody and was. And
1: touted that said his route tree was completely wide open, that he was yeah. really going to – yeah, no, he didn't do any of that.
0: Oh, my he God. Doesn't that seem like 12 years ago, Tyler? Easily. Rondale Moore's extensive role in the offseason seems like yep. at least 12 years ago. I think I was in middle school when that happened. Like I'm not I not I think I was in middle school. Like when DeAndre Hopkins got suspended, I think I was getting my diploma for high school. Like that's how long this season has been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a long one. Two more you weeks, two Tyler. Two yep. more games and guess what? You bet that our crazy minds are going to be there afterwards. We're going to be there. We're going to talk about it because we're always here for you. That's what Cardinals Corner does. He's Tyler Drake. He's Arizona Sports Cardinals reporter through thick and thin, through rain and shine. He is bringing you everything you need to know about the team at practice. When Cliff Kingsbury cuts his press conference short, you know about it. When Greg Dortch finally gets targeted, you know about it. You figure it out at T Drake for sports following Tyler Drake's work on the Arizona sports app on ArizonaSports.com where you can find all of our other Cardinals content. You can hear me during the week on Arizona Sports app and on 98.7 bringing you the latest from the Arizona Sports desk, telling you what Cardinals news breaks during the week along with everything else. Of course, we have great Suns content, Debex content. They made a big trade. Coyote season is going on and the Cardinals season is nearing a close. You can get all of that on the Arizona Sports app, ArizonaSports.com. Follow the show at AZ Cards Corner. It's a beautiful Monday morning at 2 a.m., Tyler, and Cardinals Corners kicking strong. If you made it to this point with us, please give us a follow, rate five stars, subscribe wherever you do listen to podcasts. And until next time, Tyler, I'm going to let you say it. What should they do? Enjoy football. That's right. Talk to you all next week.